Hi, friend. Welcome to North City Church's podcast. We're a community that loves our neighbors in the way of Jesus. And we hope that this message or teaching empowers you to do just that in your everyday life. If you want to learn more about the ways our community is trying to love our neighbors in the way of Jesus, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and online at NorthCityChurchMPLS.com. Enjoy the message. Uh, So during my junior year of high school, I remember my mom approaching me and saying, hey, we have some family from Africa coming to the States. And I remember at that news, I was filled with excitement, hope, and joy because I knew the suffering and heartache that it would be escaping from that place. And then summer rolled around and I asked my mom, hey, when are they getting here? And I remember my mom saying, oh, they're not coming. Out of her response, I'm filled with so much sadness and disappointment. And I'm like, okay, mom. And this senior year rolls around and my mom says, hey, we have some relatives coming to the States. Once again, I'm filled with hope and anticipation of their arrival to America. But summer rolls around and I ask my mom, hey, mom, when are they coming? And she says, they're not coming. Once again, I'm met with disappointment. Like through this phase, as the, the first year started out, I was filled with so much passion and hope. But as the years went by, being met with disappointment, I began to give up hope of their arrival to the States. To those who have hoped and anticipated for something to only be met with heartache and eventually to the point that you stop asking God for that thing. Because as the days go by, it seems better to not hope in something than to hope for something. I relate with you. I resonate with you. Or maybe you resonate with the story of Elizabeth and Zachariah. Elizabeth and Zachariah both abided in God by living out God's purpose in their lives and always seek to please God. They spend their time in prayer and also holding on to the hope of one day receiving a child, the most glorious thing during that culture. But time and time again, they'll be met with God's silence. Something I want to highlight right here is that sometimes God's silence isn't a no. He isn't denying your desire, but he's just saying simply wait. Now, one day Zechariah enters the temple to burn incense to the Lord. And while inside the temple, he encounters the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord said to him in Luke chapter 1, verses 13 to 17. Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son. You shall call his name John. And you have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great before the Lord, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And who would go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedience of wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. 
Upon hearing this great news, Zechariah is filled with doubt, and he begins giving the he begins giving the angel of the Lord answers as to why that is not possible, and to the reasons that he's old, and Elizabeth is past childbearing. Don't we sometimes do this without even realizing it? We we'll hope for something. But after a while of holding on to that hope and now witnessing our lives come close to what we have been hoping for, eventually that hope becomes passive hope. So when we receive good news of what we have been hoping for, we are in denial and sometimes defensive. Because how can you tell me that after I've done all the right things for so long, that what I've been hoping for is coming true when it didn't happen when it was supposed to? It didn't happen when it was supposed to. Oh, the devastation. What do you do when you have dedicated your life to being Christ-like, yet day in and day out, disappointment comes knocking on your door? What do you do? I have a simple but complex answer. You stay steadfast. Because in the midst of your disappointments and pain, God is setting you up for a big comeback. You also have to fix your perspective on the circumstance. When you view your circumstance through the lens of the world, your expectations will be met with disappointment. Oh, but look at this. When you turn to a spiritual perspective on your circumstance, you begin to place your hope in a God who's been faithful and graceful through all the ages. Oh, guys, oh, I'm I'm about to tear this place down. (laughs) So you find peace and contentment when your hope is placed in a God who's been faithful throughout the ages. And when God is in the picture, your story doesn't end with disappointment, but in abundance of blessings. Look at Elizabeth, who is past childbearing, experiences a shame and disappointment of not having a child, but her relentless pursuit of God leads to her conceiving and birthing one of the greatest prophets to ever walk the earth. That's what my God can do when you choose to be obedient to his calling in the midst of adversity. You must choose to throw your hands up in the air and find yourself in the, on your knees in the presence of God in, in the midst of the unfulfilled longings in your life. So this past summer when I came back from camp, my older sister told me, hey, we have, we have, our aunt is here with her child there in D.C., and at our news, I'm like, no way, that's not true. All these years, y'all have told me they're here, but yet, I haven't met them yet. So I'm like, oh, I don't believe you. I'm filled with so much doubt. I actually didn't believe her until this, the beginning of the school year, I purchased tickets to go see her. If I could name this sermon, I would name it Righteous But Waiting. With God, you're able to keep your hope alive. 
So may this Advent season be an invitation to hope again, but may you hope be placed in the hands of a God who stays faithful and graceful. Let's pray. Uh, dear Father God, we come into your presence, Lord. And I, God, I just want to thank you for giving us a space to encounter your love, Lord, to encounter your grace, God. And Lord, I just pray for each individual person, Lord. May they not give up their hope, Lord, but they may, may, may they be relentless in their pursuit of their desires, God. May your ears be inclined to their prayer, God, to their wishes, Lord. God, let them feel you near in spirit, God. And Lord, I just pray that this season will be a season filled with blessings and joy and gladness, Lord. And may God, this season be pushed on into the other season, Lord. May we not find ways to bless people and be a joy to people. But God, may we go into other seasons being a blessing and being honor to those around us, God. And I, God, just thank you for everything you have done for our lives and are continuing to pour into our lives. And just because I pray, amen.